Welcome back to the Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from Pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street USA. On this episode, we are dishing on all things Jollywood Nights. We just got back from our Disney trip, which we did Jollywood Nights, and we are dishing on everything from the food, the drinks, and the vibes and entertainment. I'm Colin. And I'm Bella. And together, we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Vinton. And this is the Main Street Dish. Hello again, but this time from FaceTime. Yes. I know, kind of sad, but like happy to be home, but yeah. sad, but happy. Agreed. They call that bittersweet, you know? Correct. We have the Disney blues right now, let's be honest. Yeah, we do. And we were just talking about how we, we, we plan to go back for Finn's birthday in May, but there's so much happening in Disney World <laughs> between now and May. I'm like, maybe yeah. we'll be down before then. Probably, Correct. you know us, we're crazy. We're wild kids. We do whatever we want, you know? Correct. But, you know, it was a fun trip. We had a really good time. All the holiday vibes, for sure, throughout this entire trip. Definitely. I mean, we've said that Disney during the holidays is just magical, and it is. I mean, we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge. That was the first time all of us actually stayed there, correct? I haven't stayed at, at, I had at stayed Kidani at Village Hats. for you. Yeah, yeah. I've never yeah. stayed at Kidani Village, yeah. Yeah, and it's also it's a beautiful resort. It's not one that I think of that comes directly to mind for me for Disney holidays, but now it does. It's, it's gorgeous. gorgeous inside. And where else are you finding gingerbread shaped like giraffes? You know what I'm saying? Ginger Nowhere. Ginger yes. And Deborah Deb the, the Zeb. Deb the Zebra. <laughs> Deb, Deborah the Zebra. Yeah, she's there too. And I mean, the trees are beautiful. I mean, hand-carved ornaments, beautifully African-inspired decor everywhere. It's really a sight. They also had a pop-up bar in the lobby. Oh we got like a boozy hot mm-hmm. chocolate flight. It was great. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, it was wonderful. So feeling all the holiday vibes over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And we stayed at Coronado Tower before, but we always call that the deluxe resort, but moderate price, you know? It's great. It's really fantastic. And we had just a great trip overall, but mm-hmm. we're here to talk about Jollywood. Yeah, I feel this trip we planned specifically to really do Jollywood. When they announced Jollywood Nights, yes. we all knew we wanted to be there. So back in June, as Bella and I said, girl math, this uh, Jollywood Nights was free because we bought it back in June. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but this trip was single-handedly planned around us wanting to do Jollywood Nights. It happened to be a benefit that the first day of Festival of the Holidays was happening when we were down there, but this was for Jollywood Nights. Yes, it was. Because... You know, it's very rare that Disney will do something new like this, right? Mm-hmm. Very rare. This is big. This is like if they add a festival level mm-hmm. big, in, in my opinion. And it's big news. Yeah, it's big. And to be honest, I wasn't really feeling Mickey's Very Merry this year. We didn't um, do it. No. Yeah. No, we didn't. And this definitely called, I think, us mainly because of the seeming adult theme of the party. You don't really yeah, know, right? Definitely adver- as advertised, right? For sure. So I think we were also just super excited to go to this party because it seemed to kind of appeal more to adults mm-hmm. than it did to kids. And I did see kids when we were there. I'm not saying you can't bring children to this event. But for us, with the food and the drinks and the entertainment, it seemed a little bit more geared to adults. And... Hollywood Studios, I think, is one of those parks that is kind of a little bit more adulty than the others. So it felt like a little bit more of an upscale party, which is why I was so excited to go. Because it's rare to see this. Yeah. Right? I, I think. Rare to totally. see this. Yeah, it gives me the vibes of Oogie Boogie and Disneyland. More upscale party. And we were so excited. And I think it was 
a little worrisome, but I wasn't going to let this damper our experience because, you know, when the first reviews came out for Jollywood, they weren't good. Everyone ripped this to shreds and said it wasn't worth the money, which was super frustrating. And I think one of those things is we're not local and we had planned an entire trip around this. So when you have people come out and say like, this isn't worth your money, this is terrible. It kind of sucks when you have an entire trip planned around this. And I don't think necessarily we're all for honest feedback but i don't think people that live in florida realize how much money people invest into a trip to do something like this that judging it so harshly on night one for me was it it was just disheartening because i i thought to myself it's night one of everything we've been to a festival on day one the lines are always longer which was one of the biggest complaints so i was definitely like wait it out we said in the group chat wait till night two wait till the second one and then the reviews got so much better by night two yeah, all of the complaints that we heard for about night one, I pretty much saw none No, when we went. Absolutely none. No issues. And to be honest, too, this is like kind of everything in Disney. If you have a good attitude yes. about a lot of things, you can really have a good time. You can make the most of it. Correct. So I think that that was kind of also part of it. I don't think everyone had the best of attitudes. Yeah, I think personally. there was... I think there was some unrealistic expectations about, and don't get me wrong, I think we kind of fell into that category, but we were also kind of realistic, like the Tip Top Club, and we'll talk about it in detail. Like, what we would love the Tip Top to be could not be at a big party, period. Correct. It's not feasible to do it. So I think there was just an unrealistic expectation. But one thing I will say is party tickets were, like, in life, very expensive. But on the Disney scale, they weren't bad. When people were saying it's not worth the money... I was so confused because it's like after hours, but after hours is $5 less, but an hour shorter. So this party was an hour more, $5 more, and had entertainment and tons of specialty food items and tons of specialty characters, which they did add more after night one. But you had a stage show and a specialty show for $5 more than an after hours event, but you had an hour more to do it. So on the scale of Disney like expensives, I was like, are y'all crazy? Because... (laughs) Yes, it's expensive, but on the scale of Disney things, what do you mean it's not worth the money? Because people are paying $5 less for an after-hours event. So, correct with an hour less of time to go to that after-hours event. Absolutely. But yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like we we can dive into specifics on our experience of the night, and then we can go back to like how it compared. Mm -hmm. But I just think that good on Disney. I'm just going to say now good on Disney because clearly the feedback was heard. It was, Mm -hmm. and there was fast, fast and vast adjustments made to it to make us have an experience that was night and day from what we heard the first one. So Mm -hmm. let's start with a round of congratulations for them to be, to to be able to pivot and, and, and to make this event, everything that we, you know, not maybe not everything we hoped it would be, but a really in, an incredible time and something that we can't wait to do again. Correct. I fully agree. Disney, way to go with this. And honestly, thank you for delivering, I think, my favorite party I've ever been to in Disney World. So, yeah, I was Agreed. trying to I was trying to think of the last like event, Disney event I've been more excited to attend. And I think it was probably the villains after hours. That's what I was thinking you were going to say that. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? But that was the last time that I feel there was something kind of for Disney World, not Disneylanders. You guys are honestly, y'all are spoiled with your specialty events. Yeah. But for Disney, for Disney Worlders, Worlders, Epcotters, Epcotians. No. (laughs) For us over here on the, on the East Coast, we don't really get this often. We have our Trident Shoe Classic events, 
But when Disney World came out saying they're doing the Villains After Hours and it was during my 30th birthday and it was like, that was the event that I was pumped to go to. And man, it was a great event. It was. It, it was, was a great event. But I feel like that was maybe an under-promise, over-deliver situation. And I feel like here, maybe there was an over-promise under deliver in in certain aspects mm -hmm. but i can tell you that just my millennial heart and my millennial self was not more excited for an event other than this you know what i said i saw kirby our friend kirby last night you know what i said to her what did i you say? liked it better than Uggie boogie and the reason wow. the reason is i had fun with the characters but i am through and through not a character person that is Same. not my thing you'll yep. see we did not meet any characters at jollywood night so if that's like your cup of tea we're not covering that in this episode because that's just, so sorry it's not us but that is the whole thing we did at oogie boogie and while i had a great time this is like more my speed of how i enjoy spending times in a time in a disney park yeah and like for oogie boogie use i mean how many specialty food items were there you said three three, three total three there, there were there were three thousand for jollywood <laughs> nights so so we were incredibly busy with food. So we want to paint a picture of our whole night. But in order to do that, let's start with check-in. And we did arrive before the party started. The party started at 8.30. I believe we were kind of in the parks or walking through the front gates around 7. Mm -hmm. And the check-in process was super easy. I mean, after we went through security, the whole right side of the Hollywood Studios entrance was kind of like a minier version of the Mickey's Very Merry Check-In. You know, I feel like when you do Mickey's Very Merry Check-In, there's cast members, literally a wall of cast members waiting to give you your wristband. But here, there there, there was a, a, a mini wall of cast members that were there to give you your wristband. But not only did you give a wristband, you got your wristband, you got a lanyard. Yes, a lanyard. Yep, and you got your kind of specialty park map for the night. Yep. And then you didn't actually have to tap in and scan at that point because they scanned your magic band before they gave you your wristband and you were able to just like walk right into the park yeah it was easy breezy for us i know that was so easy i i totally get people on night one they were waiting like 45 minutes for those wristbands that would have been very frustrating but we walked right up to it they had clearly solved that problem which yeah, and it was obviously also they like, know how to do it yeah exactly yeah, yeah. exactly and it was so strange walking through the turnstiles and not having to <laughs> scan, mm, scan anything <laughs> like you just like walked in because you previously they checked it you know with their ipad and that's when you got your stuff but it was super, super quick. And the second we walked in, we went to our first destination, which was a D23 event. Yeah. Which, which only is, is random. <laughs> totally random. It only happened, at, I believe, at two of them. It only was selling for two of the parties. But we had we saw that come out, and it happened to be the night we were there. And it was at our favorite place, Pizza Rizzo. Pizza Rizzo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes. honestly, that was for what we paid versus what we got. That was really impressive. It was 20 bucks to get in. And we got the Wish Sipper from the new movie. We got the cutest Pizza Rizzo koozie. We did. I know. I yeah. love it. I, I feel hate like Pizza such Rizzo, a but I'm item. using it. I'm not going to lie. I love for it. For sure. They had like water, hot cocoa. They had unlimited breadsticks, which were rat breadsticks. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> rat bread you know we yes, say this we say this now about pizza rizzo but as we progress later in this episode and talk about food y'all are going to be truly stunned you are i know first the italy booth now this <laughs> i i don't know i i don't want to go i don't want to go too soon <laughs> but you know just wow but yeah so we did that special event i mean we honestly did not stay very no. long um, we, we were kinda... with people that didn't have tickets for it too yes Right. Co yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah but we, we didn't we didn't need to stay more. I mean, we could have sat up there and just chilled, but there was more we wanted to do. We might have like pre-gamed the party a little bit, but mm -hmm. all right. Is anyone shocked? No. no. But of course, we went to Tune In Lounge um, because honestly, I I did want to get 
the PB and J cocktail there, which I did not get earlier because I had double Mozart moments <laughs> when we were there before. So I wanted to get the PB and J cocktail, which was which was delicious. It was really good. But we had time to kind of like hang out in there. Mm -hmm. sip our cocktails mm -hmm. and then we decided to go get some rides done so we went and we got on slinky dog dash walk on virtually walked on mm -hmm. which was awesome and then after that we met up with our favorite vip tour guide elise who we love very much and we did midway mania we literally again walked record, right on we were there was no vip tour happening we just she just no no no, no. we just met she just happened to be at the party too yeah yeah correct correct um, and we just we we love our disney people and we love our disney yeah. cast members so we met up and we had a what actually we we hung out with elise and her boyfriend all night yeah they're part yes. of our a part of our a yeah, part yeah, of our they're group lovely. they're lovely they're lovely yeah but then we She'll rode make you feel really dumb on midway mania too i was gonna say we rode with mania, midway mania and we were all depressed at our score she was like it wasn't a good game for me and i was like still crying i was like sure you still beat me by over two hundred thousand points but it's fine <laughs> correct you think we're competitive we're just i was like i'm not i do i even try no because elise is just gonna slaughter this game <laughs> yes she is it's all right and she did she did but we got that done and then at that point when we got off midway mania which again we walked on to that was the point in which we were like okay let's let's start yeah. let's start diving in let's start ordering some food yeah and that was around eight it was mm -hmm. or eight thirty. i'm sorry just 8 30 yeah and that's when the party started i saw something that said that they were starting to serve some of the food a little bit earlier yeah, at eight i saw that as well yeah, yeah. so don't know if that's 100 percent true or not but we did see that. However, we were riding rides. So we got a lot done within that hour and a half yeah, that we sure. were in the park before the party started. And then once the party started, we just started getting food. Yeah, yep. we did. Yep. So before we get to food, though, we'll talk about the entertainment. So like we said that they have two specialty shows for this event only, yep. which is awesome. That's And they were decently long. They were like 15, yeah. 20 minutes yeah. each show. I definitely wanted to do both. One was the Nightmare Before Christmas sing-along, which Colin, if you don't know, this about him, loves Nightmare Before Christmas. So And so does our son. So Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. So does Finn. Yes. And then the second show was, they said it was like a Muppet show, right? I would yes. equate it to a variety show. Yeah. Um, it, it was. Yeah. They, it was like fake being on TV. We cut for commercial break, even though there was no commercial break. It very kept in theme with Hollywood Studios. And for example, when you go watch Indiana Jones, very much the same vibes. That's called Disney Holidays in Hollywood. That's what they yes. call it. Which was over at the Beauty and the Beast um, mm -hmm. live on stage theater. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So right let's first talk about your favorite. Yes. Um, and and I just want to note that both of these have four showings throughout the night. Crazy. Yes, mm -hmm. which is amazing. I mean, hands off, hats off to those cast members because yeah. they're busy. They're Correct. busy. They're going back to back to back. But I mean, honestly, the, the quality of both shows was great. Honestly, the overlay of the Hyperion Theater was super awesome when you walked uh -huh. in. It felt completely different. Mm -hmm. I was just really blown away by that to start. And then also, I feel like self-congratulations is always in order. But who called the Jack Puppet? You did. You did call I that, did. Colin. Say it again. I like you mean it. I <laughs> Colin, totally... you were right. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. And the crowd goes wild. Um, but no, when we saw Calm that it, it was the Jack Skellington puppet, that was pretty amazing. But I will say that it was kind of like, you know what it did? It gave me a little bit of Cirque du Soleil vibes. Yes. Yeah. With the two actual live performers that were on the stage. It, it was very kind of Cirque du Soleil, an abstract take on Nightmare Before Christmas. But it hit all the highlights. It hit all the major songs. The Jack Puppet was pretty awesome, especially when he did his little like hee 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 laugh. That made me really happy. And Oogie um, Boogie came out. Oogie Boogie yeah. came out and did did some choreography. He yeah. did. 
He, was, he did. He, he, she, they, they was dancing up yeah. there. I don't know yeah. who it was, but dancing. Dancing Oogie Boogie, Oogie Boogie butt off. Absolutely. <laughs> Oogie, putting the, yeah, the boogie in Oogie Boogie for sure. I was impressed, but it went by super fast. But again, I was just super, super, super impressed by the overlay. And that, and I mean, essentially everything was draped over. You would not have any idea that no. Elsa sings in there. <laughs> I, I agree. And you know what? I'll even put this on the internet. I have never seen The Nightmare Before Christmas, which... It, I wasn't going to rat you out. I wasn't going to do that to I you. feel like I have to confess this because I absolutely loved it. And like you said, the two performers on stage did not say a word the entire show, but they no. told the entire story, which I thought was really cool. I obviously know the music from Nightmare Before Christmas, so like I knew what was happening. Though I did look at you guys at one point and I said, you want let your child watch this? It may or may not have been kidnapped to Santa Claus when they were like, chop them in two bids, throw them in a cage. Yeah, I was like, yep, yep. I'm not here to judge your parenting, but not that your child knows what that means. But I was like, we're getting a little dark over here. But you know what? We showed up to this five minutes before it started, and we still had great seats in the middle. We were a little bit back, but I still think our seats were great, like, five minutes before showtime. Literally walked right in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It was great. I really did enjoy it, and I thought there was such a great element of storytelling. And I just can't believe that they didn't even say a word but portrayed such a great story, those two actors on the stage throughout the entire thing. so Totally. And that's why I think it was a kind of like abstract Cirque mm-hmm. du Soleil vibe that I got for sure. And also, it snoped in there. It did snoop. Of course it did, which, was, which was a nice little touch. We love a snoop moment for sure. I was like, mm-hmm. Mickey's very merry, has snoop, so do we, over here, mm-hmm. which was great. It was our first of many. Snopes mm-hmm. of the night. But that was honestly a great show, totally worth seeing. But let's talk about the show over at the Beauty and the Beast Theater, Disney Holidays in Hollywood show. And let's talk about why Bella's Millennial Heart is thriving right now. Yeah, it was unfortunately kind of a short moment, but <laughs> <laughs> Belle in her Christmas dress mm-hmm. sang the song from the Beauty and the Beast Christmas movie, which I love and I have to watch every year. So she was in it. She sang her song. Um, It was a little short. As long as there's Christmas. As long as there's Christmas. Correct. For the record, Belle's part was short. Yeah. The whole show was decently long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just talking about Belle right now. Yeah. Her part was short. (laughs) She's like, focus on the real important thing, Bethany. (laughs) But she, a gorgeous dress. She sounded just like Belle. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, it it was a lovely moment, but it was unfortunately just a moment. However... The rest of the show I thought was phenomenal. Tiana uh-huh. came out. She stole the sang, show. She did. She sang two Tiana songs. Was, Tiana was the, the star. Yeah. She was I, the moment. Well, we, even with Miss Piggy and Kermit, Tiana was the moment. Well, this is what I'm saying. Was it really a Muppet show? Because Miss Piggy and Kermit were the only ones in there. And it was they were, their, their parts were kind of short. They were. And I'm right? like, Kermit was a little off. <laughs> Yeah, like Kermit's got a frog in his throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah a bit, he sounds a little, a little off, but yeah. like also so so cute though. Yeah. Oh no, no and he did totally his little cute. like yay, where he like uh-huh. does like the shaky thing with his arms. I thought that was awesome. I love that. And I mean, the the banter was great between mm-hmm. them, yes. the two of them. I thought it was great. But yeah. Tiana was Tiana was the moment, and it just makes me so mad that I feel like they're not gonna do justice to her in Magic Kingdom if they don't give her that. Like she Tiana. Is a jack of all trades with the yes. singing, the dancing, the New Orleans vibe, the character, her banter, and her 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 dialogue was phenomenal. Yeah, and I was like, if they don't give her some solid entertainment in Magic Kingdom and Tiana's bio, then I'm going to be upset. 
Agreed. Mm. She was really great. But even Mickey, Mickey and Minnie were in there too. Yeah. Like there yep, were they sang so... a little song. Yep. Yep. And, and I mean, I can I can say this as an ice skater and an ice dancer that the, the choreography that the dancers were oh doing my too gosh, was like so good. was high caliber Broadway choreography, mm-hmm. fantastic dancing, and the, the show flew by for me. Yeah. I was shocked at how fast that went by. I yeah. mean, it, if this were a show that was, you know, every day in Hollywood studios during the holiday season, I would go see it repeated times. That's how good it was. But when, yeah. you're, when you're pushing four hours, you don't have a ton of time. But even the hosts of the show were absolutely phenomenal. They were great. There was a live band on stage. Like, the band was incredible. So good. And this they was... got a moment, too. They got a whole moment where uh-huh. they did a little medley of songs. It was wonderful. This, to me, was almost worth the price of admission, if I'm being honest. I thought it was so, so good. Agreed. Absolutely. And I think, too, what they did such a good job with with this show was capture Hollywood Studios at this time of year. That was whoever created the show really did a phenomenal job. And I will be interested to see if this continues moving forward, you know, next year, years after to be just a part of Jollywood or if they do actually bring it to regular park days, because I feel like I'm hoping this is getting a good like, uh, you know, good comments and whatnot, because it is... From us, yes. Yeah, well, reviews, from yeah. us, of course. But <laughs> I, I just mean overall, because I, th- I thought the show was phenomenal. The talent... Was incredible. Was, yeah, incredible. And it also snoped at the end. Again, it, second moment. Yep, yep. Snope. second snope. Um, I, and, and again, we walked right in. Yeah, five minutes before showtime. Yeah, yep. <laughs> which was great. I had my old-fashioned. I was sipping on that, snapping yeah. some jazz. I was thrilled. Yeah, the entertainment, in my opinion, just knocked it out of the park. And on a different scale than Magic Kingdom, because Magic Kingdom, you have the stage shows. So you're crowded around the castle watching things. This is in their own individual theaters. You get to sit down and really just enjoy the show. And it's really more of storytelling. And I really love the vibe that we are watching this like live, old school Hollywood variety show during the holiday season where they would cut to commercial. And it was just the vibes, like Bella said, of Hollywood studios during the holidays were perfectly encapsulated in that show yeah absolutely so more of that please thank you Mm -hmm. and then the other thing they offer the other entertainment was at the end of the night they gave us jingle bell jingle bam so and and again that show is show show is fine i wouldn't say that it's one of my favorite holiday shows ever but it was not it was nice to kind of end the night with some like you know fireworks and some some excitement um yeah and they didn't have to do that they did not have to. No, but and and again, it felt nice to 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 be at a Disney fireworks show and not feel like like a sardine in a can. Yeah. To have space to actually kind of sit back and enjoy it and watch it. To not feel like you had to be camping out hours beforehand to get a good view. We literally, again, I, I think it was maybe ten minutes before the show started. And again, we were, we weren't up towards the front, even though D twenty three tickets did have a special. Another perk of that was that you got a special viewing area, but we didn't. We didn't honestly need it. No, no. We walked right up. We were kind of center right in line with where Hollywood Boulevard ended mm-hmm. and that plaza kind of began. So we had a we had a wonderful view. Yeah. Can we also talk just just to say how great the live music was around the park too? Oh. Like spread throughout the park. The vibes were immaculate. The vibes were so good. And it's funny because I don't think those things really changed from night one to now. But the music flowing throughout the park was just so much fun. Yeah, it was kind of different different vibes of holiday spirit, but I was here for all of them. I even did the Macarena. There was a guy live singing the Macarena. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Hey, yeah. They had me when I heard the Insane Christmas song. Yeah. So oh, here for it. There we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
This party was built for millennials, millennials and yeah. I will stand by it. Yep. <laughs> Standing by it forever, but Correct. not not mad because we are the ones spending our money in Disney right now. <laughs> or, so true. You know what I mean? Bringing our families or bringing ourselves down. So good on you, Disney. Keep yeah. keep giving us that content and we'll keep paying for it for sure. Yeah. But that was kind of like a quick overview of entertainment. But let's talk about food really yes. quickly. Just kidding. Let's go into detail about food. So <laughs> we actually did a pretty, I'm going to give us like, I'm going to give us an a oh yeah on food for sure because there was only one thing we missed and we'll be candid about it is we missed the hollywood brown derby and i will say that things that we heard about the previous nights were that the check-in for that and getting a, a table for hollywood brown derby was a nightmare and we met up with shay spence really quickly um at the beginning and we were kind of texting him we we're like where are you and he's like i'm already in line to get my name in at Hollywood Brown Derby. We were like, oh no. So we quickly made our way over there and I got my name on the list because he said it was already what, like a 60 minute wait mm -hmm. at the point that he got his name on the list to get a table there. And so I went right in after he told me that and our wait was about allegedly 75 minutes for us to get a table. And this was honestly candidly before we did the rides and, yeah. and, and all of that stuff. So I will say that by the time the party started, and we had already made our way to getting our, our first set of food and kind of had our game plan. Or we got a text at our table would have been ready. Mm -hmm. So we, it, we did we skipped out on it. I did text Shay at the end of the night and asked him how Hollywood Brown Derby was. And he said that was the highlight of his night. So, again, great praise from another fellow Disney foodie. So um, who we trust, <laughs> who we trust. We can. We, well, I mean, he does love pizza Rizzo, but, you know, I'll still trust him anyway. <laughs> I mean, honestly, maybe we did, too. I don't know we, what to we, say. Yeah. By the time we get there. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, just for us, it wasn't the most pressing thing. There was no really specialty cocktails in there. They just had a lot of specialty food. And with eating as much as we were, we were like, do we really want to go sit down at a table and eat more? <laughs> <laughs> we and we were, we had a pretty good game plan, and we stuck with it. And I think mm -hmm. we were very successful. I mean, we got a uh, lot done. A lot done. We got done. so much done. Well, and, and I think, too, you going into these parties, you always have to prioritize. And for us, because we are going to report on this we mm -hmm. wanted to try as much food as we could so the sit down you know at brown derby wasn't really going to probably be in the cards for us anyway yeah mm -hmm. mainly because of time and we wanted to also see the entertainment and whatnot that was a huge part of it too yeah, yeah. We wanted to see both shows right exactly yep. so when you go to this party you're not going to eat everything right no. you're not going to go and eat what we did so you might have time maybe brown derby is going to be in the cards for you it yeah, wasn't for and us. Maybe this you're time, not but... feeling. Maybe you're not the biggest nightmare before Christmas fan, and right, you don't want right. to sit in that theater. That would be time that you could be sitting in Brown Derby Lounge, right? For sure. Yeah. So, but well. we actually we started back at. Um, and, and honestly, to preface this, we we had a good group of people with us. We were able to divide and conquer, which was mm -hmm. part of the reason why we we're able to to eat so much of the food and get so much of the food. And like we always say, especially when we do festivals and we do parties, we share everything. everything. We buy one of everything and we share it. So it's not like we're going through and people are like, how do you eat so much? Oh my God, you spend so much money. Yeah, we did spend, uh, honest, but like- We didn't spend a crazy amount of money. The food was really actually ridiculously bad. cheap. We loaded no! a decent amount of money on the gift card because we, we always just put money on our gift card and use it. Bella has her favorite little wrist one. And we did not spend near as much money as I thought we would. Compared to going to the first day of the festival, cheap. We got a really uh, cheap. And we had more people. <laughs> Compared yeah, to totally. uh, the Halloween party, even. Oh, yeah. The, most of these items, okay, the cocktails were around $9, mm -hmm. and the food items were under $5. Yes. It was like, like 
so nice crazy yep it was amazing it was <laughs> exactly how i would say adults too like to eat it gives you the same festival vibes and when you go to the magic kingdom parties you're getting a whole entire meal you're getting like a burger with fries it's coming with everything this was just the perfect way to snack our way throughout hollywood studios Yes, and I think Absolutely. that's actually a good way to put it. It's not a meal. It is more mm -hmm. of a snack. Now, there were some things that were definitely a bigger portion, but for the most part, I mean, yeah, that it, you're getting these snacks. And it's, I think, the smart way to do it. Yeah. Totally. To be honest. So. Totally. So we actually started back towards the back of the park with the Holiday Fiesta, which is at ABC Commissary. And for me... Honestly, the star, as far as the flavor was concerned, for me, were the chicken empanadas with the street corn. Mm -hmm. They were delicious. They were they were delicious. They were chicken empanadas served with street corn salad with chili pepper, lime, and quixote cheese. They were delicious. They were small. They were tiny. They were tiny little mini. It looked like mini empanadas. They, but I yeah. thought I, I thought the flavor was great. I, I agree with you. I thought the flavor was delicious. Mm-hmm. I didn't love the corn salad as much as I thought I would, but you know. No, I didn't either. It was it was lacking sweetness. It, mm -hmm. it needed like a sweet corn vibe. I, it was lacking that. To be honest, it was kind of lacking flavor just in general. But, but I didn't think it was like horrible. It was still very no, fresh. The empanada made up for it for me. Right. I was like, yeah. that's delicious. I would have preferred good. having three of those on the plate or four and, and skip the salad. But the empanada was great. Yeah. I like the chicharron. I loved the chicharron. This was pro would probably be in my top five. <laughs> I know. Look at you on your own island, Colin. <laughs> uh, uh, everyone's shocked. This was like a big slab of pork belly, too. Yeah, it was. Mm -hmm. It had a big slab of pork belly with it. The yuca, the red pickled onions, the chili pepper lime seasoning. I loved this. I did, too. Which no, I loved. I I feel like our table was pretty divided over this, which I was fine with because that just means more for me. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. To me, it was just like chewing on some hide. You know, it was just like <laughs> so it, it, it just like I didn't get the flavor and I was just chewing, 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 chewing. Oh. I feel like a dog with one of those like begging strips, you know, mm -hmm. that's the vibe it gave me. But I, I, I wasn't a fan. But the, the thing that I other thing I was a fan of was the video taco. Yeah, it was good. I thought it was pretty good. It is not on the same level as the Beauty of Grilled Cheese over at Jolly Holland. It's it's not there, but I actually thought it, it was good. The The consomme dipping was pretty good. It was kind of skimpy, honestly, <laughs> compared, but I thought the flavor was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I so agree. So I would have I ordered this again. Yep, I agree. And then I don't think anything else there I would have ordered again. <laughs> no. I mean, the desserts were... Mm. Yeah. The desserts were a little mad. The guy who gave me the Mexican hot cocoa cheesecake was like, this has been the most popular thing. And I was like, mm, no, not for us. Well, I and mean, I'm a sweets it, guy. It's it, it's photographable. Oh, it's adorable. Yeah, yeah it's for cute. sure. But it's it's not flavor. It wasn't for yeah. me. The tequila old fashioned was all right. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't really get the Mexican chocolate orange yeah. bitter flavor. I just got honestly mostly mezcal. And I'm a fan of mezcal, but it just honestly felt like I was drinking a shot of mezcal with an orange slice in it. But I will say one of the nice things they did with their old fashions here is they actually had a miniature ice sphere uh -huh. I felt that so went bougie. into them. And I was like, what a nice touch. Yeah, that was a very nice touch. A nice touch. This was a little too mezcal forward to be called an old fashioned for me personally. But I think people at the table felt the same. But the ice sphere, I see what you're doing. Yeah. I appreciated that. Yeah. And while we were there, though, we also got the food from Baseline Tap House. 
And for me, the standout over at baseline, like walked in the baseline, not not one person in line. There was no one there. Um, was the tuna ceviche, marinated ahi tuna with pico, avocado cream topped with cilantro. I want this on the regular menu at Baseline Tap House. I loved it this. It should take over the steak puff. Yeah, the no one needs the steak puff gone. anymore. No, and this should be on yeah. for sure. It's so good. It was so fresh yeah. and so delicious. And I don't like tuna. No. And, and you know what? I felt we were kind of apprehensive of this because I think it can get the vibes of it's been sitting in the refrigerator a very long time. And it did not give those yeah. vibes at all. It was so good. And everyone that I've talked to has loved this ceviche too. Yeah, it, it, it's a win. So since we were back over in that area, we also decided to hop over to Pizza Rizzo pizza. and get the rat pizza <laughs> uh, koozie with our fancy koozie, Pizza Rizzo koozie, and, and get their food. And we got one of everything, of course. But honestly, not mad. Okay, there's four food At, not items. Not mad. And I would say I would order 75% of them again. Italy and them are on the same level right now for me. <laughs> What is happening? It's like they're li- they they have to be listening. They um, do. I mean, I'm telling you, this is the one that stands out in my mind uh-huh. out of the entire night as a whole. Because yes. I agree with you, the dessert it was whatever. You don't get the dessert, which we should have known. They yeah. don't. The yeah, bread doesn't make yeah. dessert, right? The fact that it's sitting do next dessert. to a cannoli should have been a red flag for us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the savory items that they had, so they had a meatball over polenta. Delicious. Which, delicious. A little, little maybe salty, salty, salty. but a little bit. The meatball. And, the meatball itself was yeah. just a little over, over salted. But again, we're salty people. We love salt. Wasn't mad about it. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was moist. It was clearly flavorful. The polenta was good. It's not wine bar George by any means, but no. I was not mad at this it's meatball. It's if wine bar George was made by a rat. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. And then the other thing, which this was my favorite, the olive and goat cheese flatbread, which was an olive oil toasted flatbread, creamy goat cheese, rustic olive and tomato spread, balsamic glaze, and lemon watercress. This thing was cu- – if you do not like olives, don't get this. No. Like you have to love olives because this thing was literally covered in olives, and I wanted to eat the entire thing. Correct. Some could say that you would have eaten all of it. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> But I loved it. I loved it, too. It was so good. I was like, where are we? Literally, where are we? Because I'm loving the rat pizza at this point. But, you know, it's the difference. It's the flatbread, you know? Correct. Exactly. It wasn't super doughy. Correct. But also just great flavor on it. Yeah. And then the other pizza was the antipasto pizza, which – or flatbread. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Flatbread. um, Which did give me a little bit of, like – Frozen pizza vibes, just like a right. little bit, because there's one at Trader Joe's that I get that had a similar taste. However, I thought this was still good. It had fresh mozzarella, salami, pepperoni, country ham, olives, peppers, onions, pepperoncini, and marinara. And I liked it. Really, no complaint. Yep. I, I favored the olive one, but this was still delicious. Agreed. The addition of the pepperoncini for me was what gave it that little zing mm-hmm. yeah. and brought it, elevated it for me. But yeah, for sure, this definitely gave frozen pizza vibes with the yeah. flatbread. Yeah. All right. Next up is all the funnel cakes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not all the funnel cakes. Who wants funnel cake? Not Bella. No. So here we had the two savory funnel cakes and we had the one sweet funnel cake. But here I want to talk about the brisket Reuben funnel cake Ugh. because I actually did enjoy the toppings. I'm not going to lie. I thought the top with 
the beef brisket and the sauerkraut with the with the Thousand Island dressing was actually pretty delicious. The funnel cake was like a hockey puck that I could have thrown into Echo Lake and I wouldn't have cried. Gertie could have but played hockey. Actually, <laughs> honestly, yeah, some, some pond hockey, um, some lake hockey. I wouldn't have been mad about it. But actually, the toppings were good. Should you buy it for the toppings? No. No, the funnel cake was, was, was not only greasy, it was just dense. But the topping was actually, I thought, was good. The only redeeming quality that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a point of saying. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, look. It, She's like, thanks for your notes. No, no, no. Like, I understand. I understand completely. But for me, I mean, how are we shocked, right? Right. That a savory funnel cake really isn't the route to go. My issue with this, though, was, you know, I don't eat funnel cakes often, okay? But you know <laughs> when you call eat, yourself an, an aficionado. I, I'm not. No. But – you know when you eat a funnel cake and you bite into it and you just taste oil and yep. then dough, right? That's that's what I was giving. And it. I'm not – you know when we went to the <laughs> Halloween party and we had that cupcake, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've never in my life had to spit something out more. This was close. <laughs> For me, a this close was second. close. <laughs> this was a close second. <clears throat> and it had a lot to do with the funnel cake itself. A lot to do with that. I would say 80% and then 20% throwing savory toppings. I tried the s'more one, which was actually taste-wise okay. Mm -hmm. I still had the issue with the funnel cake itself. But the s'mores funnel cake had a giant roasted marshmallow with chocolate and marshmallow sauce topped with chocolate curls and cinnamon cereal. The marshmallow on top was charred it was good they did a great job with that marshmallow on top so i feel the presentation for that and the flavor was pretty good but the funnel cake still was not it for me you do love a charred marshmallow i think when we previewed this episode we were like burn the place down (laughs) i do i love a charred marshmallow and i love s'mores so i expected the flavor profile to be okay but the funnel cake for me was a miss and to be honest i don't think it was the fault of them cooking it i think that's just like funnel cake taste yeah yeah. You know? You know? If it makes you feel any better, we paid for none of these. That's so. right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The machine went down and the cast member looked at me and she was like, I'm so sorry. The machine is down. She's like, this one's on Mickey. She's like, what did you order? And I was like, everything. All of them. <laughs> she was like, oh, okay. And it was like, are, are you absolutely sure? And she was like, yes, I am absolutely sure. Mickey is happy to pay for these. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to need all three. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Thanks, Mickey. I mean, is it thanks, Mickey, though? <laughs> the yeah. gesture was kind, but... <laughs> yeah, that's right. I would have been happier if it was the, it was the it was, uh, ceviche and empanadas, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. while you guys were getting uh, food at Epic Eats, I was getting food at Dockside Diner. So mm. I will mm. say... Best for me. Me too. Here's where my best is. This is, this yep, is my I favorite agree. dish. Yep. 100%. The spicy pimento kimchi oh, dip. It was phenomenal. Remember when we've talked about Dockside Diner before and we're like, they just need to change the name to Dockside Dips? Yes. Do you remember we've talked about this with the smoked, smoked fish, fish dip? dip? They took off the menu, but I still love. And then the kimchi dip. Here we are. And the eggplant I mean, dip. The eggplant yeah. dip was also delicious, but it was just eclipsed by the yeah. wonderfulness of the kimchi pimento dip. Oh, my gosh. The fresh house made wonton chips with it. Amazing. Like, I could have only ate that during the night, and I would have been perfectly content. I could have ate five of these, and I would have been so happy. I was obsessed with this. This was amazing. And this was really, like, it, it, and this needs to stay forever, but this was truly the highest of highs and the lowest of lows yeah. at Dockside Diner. 
what a roller coaster because this is where we also had what bethany describes as dog food <laughs> i took um, one bite i was like i literally you know bella just talked about her worst bite this this was my worst bite and i don't know if i was feeling toasty or what it was but i have never been more repulsed by a dish i i don't i think i was more repulsed by this than the mr toad's dome cake and that speaks a lot <laughs> Do you but remember like it, do you remember like it. a few days ago when poutine was our lord and savior yeah. and we loved it so much yeah, yeah. and now it's like poutine has done us so dirty. Correct. And here here's what I so we're talking about the the poutine tots with the potato barrels with gravy and brisket and mozzarella brisket. curds. Yeah. That's so, what it no, was. It was, it was not. like <laughs> it was not brisket. It was cubed. It was cubed meat and here's exactly what you said Bethany that exactly why this was so so repulsive to me was that it was totally dog food because you know when you do you understand when you open a can of dog food and there's like supposed to be gravy in there but it's kind of congealed it's jelly it's like gel- gelatinous <laughs> <laughs> but then he goes it's jelly it was a little jelly it a was little. a little it was a little jelly belly for me mm-hmm. and that that is i was just like i couldn't unsee it yeah and the taste i was already kind of like anti once I see something like that, the visual for me will ruin it. Correct. Even if the taste is amazing, I'm like, I hate it. And like, so that that was that was it. If I were a dog, I probably would have loved this, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, absolutely not. This is fancy feast in a can, and I'm not doing this. I and I love some. It was though. I love you some tater tots. But I don't know what went wrong there. Correct. I do not know what went wrong there, but that one was well, rough. And, and that was rough. No pun intended. Rough, 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 rough. Well, and I mean, in addition, <laughs> in addition to like the look, mm-hmm. the taste, like it tasted like dog. Correct. Food. It just it, <laughs> there, there was like, like you think brisket, and even looking at the photo and the food guide, it looks like it's flaky, like you know, like brisket where it has its meat. Mm-mm, mm-mm. This was just a block of meat. Mm-mm. Yes. So don't get that. No. Get the two dips. Yeah. Because they were great. And we did not get the cookie because I swear they have had that cookie yeah. in Magic Kingdom. They had it at Gaston's. I swear they had it at Gaston's Tavern. Maybe. I've For been- a very Merry Christmas party. <laughs> so next, Bethany actually ran over to the market. And she got us the buffalo chicken spring rolls. Which were pretty good. They were good. The presentation was a little ridiculous. They came in like a to-go container with a bunch of, what was it, fried rice noodles. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, literally full of fried rice But you know, I wasn't noodles. mad. They were, they were good. They were good spring rolls. Tiny. They tiny were. They were. I mean, compared Magic Kingdom. This is, I was going to say, there were three of them. They were thinner. Mm-hmm. They kind of looked a little bit more like the size of a taquito than a spring roll. Mm-hmm. But the dipping sauce, I will say, the jalapeno ranch had a kick. It did. It had a kick, but in, in like a good it? way. I did. I very much mm. enjoyed it. I'm not a ranch gal with my buffalo chicken. I'm oh, a blue cheese gal. I'm a ranch gal, guy, so. but I was happy. I It was it was had a little kick. I was I was thrilled mm-hmm. with it, um, but this also paired perfectly with the end holiday fashion. But I think Bethany, you said that this was available last year, it was. just like in the parks in mm-hmm. general. But I don't think it is. I, I haven't I seen it, it this is. year. I didn't see it anywhere. Um, but this is buffalo trace with rosemary syrup and cranberry and lime juice and cinnamon. And this, in my mind, was very similar to the seasonal old fashioned mm-hmm. with the cranberry and rosemary over at the Enchanted Rose. It was not that, but it was quite delicious well it's like a third of the price too <laughs> yeah, literally and guess what it came with again an ice sphere yeah. here for the details and it came with a rosemary garnish the garnish was good i mean in the photo of the ice sphere it's clearly in in the photo that's it's clearly in a glass and the ice sphere is huge it, it was in a plastic cup and the ice sphere was definitely half the size of that but the 
but all of the the little aromatics were there. It was a delicious sip. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was a big it fan. It looks like a little ornament in that glass, you know? It totally does. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. So I was really happy to pair those two things together. This is exactly what I sipped on when I was watching the um, variety show yep. with the Muppets. Yep. And then our last food stop of the night was over at Fairfax Fair, the, the home of the popovers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there we got the holiday turkey popover and the just the sides popover and candidly i think i was more excited for the just the sides popover but it was honestly like flavorless it was to disappointing. me super sad to be honest both were and i think these have been hyped up by so many people and i was expecting this wonderful dish and while i really enjoyed the holiday turkey popover the flavors of it i mean it's a turkey dinner right, right? like how could you go wrong with right. that the popovers themselves were not needed. I agree. I fully agree. I don't think the quality of our popover was as great as it could have been. And I don't know if it's because we got it at the very end of the night. But I was like, yeah, Maybe. this is unnecessary. It looks cute. But the flavors of that holiday turkey popover, like Bella said, were really, really good. But I agree. The popover, I was like, meh. Yeah. And it it, it was like the popover was, I, I couldn't tell if it was overbaked or stale or a little bit of both. Yeah. But the filling of it was delicious mm-hmm. on specifically the holiday turkey popover. The just the sides popover, it was mac and cheese and collard greens, and I've never tasted more flavorless <laughs> mac and cheese and collard greens. So I would be happy to skip that. Or, I mean, try it. I mean, it, it might be worth it because it could potentially. I see the potential of it being so delicious, but ours just was yeah, not. Maybe smothered in hot sauce, but that you'd like unnecessary, you know? Yeah. Totally, totally unnecessary. Some Frank's Red Hot would be mm-hmm. great. We um, did also get the... Christmas martini? Is that what it's called? The mistletoe. Yeah. yeah, but that was... Oh, that was mistletoe. The mistletoe. That was an epic skip. I will yep. say that aside from the, the cocktail... I, mean, I have one more cocktail that I will talk about that I enjoyed. But aside from that, all the rest of the cocktails were super sweet. Mm-hmm. Like too sweet mm-hmm. for me. Um, I forgot to mention there was one non-alcoholic that was actually pretty good. Again, it was on the sweeter side. But it was the gingerbread spritz. spritz. That was actually pretty delicious. But other than that, I did. I did, I did it, like the sugar cookie martini as well. They were oh, at the yeah. same location. Oh, yeah. I that, got them that, both I did at actually, Oasis Canteen. We got the zero proof, and we got the sugar cookie martini. That was Stoli vanilla right. vodka with Bailey's mixed with milk sugar, and a it was it was so Christmassy. It was, and and with the with the kind of sprinkle, mm-hmm. the Christmas sprinkle rimmed glass. That was nice. And I will say the size of that cocktail, I was impressed with how Correct. big that cocktail was. Agreed. And it was delicious. It was like total dessert martini, mm-hmm. which totally fit the vibe of what we were doing. It actually did have a little bit of a sugar cookie dipper mm-hmm. in there as well, which was really delicious. But can we, without further ado, can we go to the Tip Top Club? Yes, we can, Colin. We did. Let's go to the We tip-top did club. ride tower of terror right before we visited the tip top club this is the last thing we did pretty much the last thing we did this evening yeah right before we walked over to see jingle bell jingle bam but yeah we literally exited we walked on in tower of terror <laughs> and then exited right into the to the to the tip top club so love the idea i really do and i just think again it was a timing issue but we did not get to see the the jazz band that was outside it just it, and i think i've heard someone else say that that they thought that a lot of the the live entertainment there when they were on break there was nothing yes. going on 
So I think that maybe for next time, something to think about would be either having double sets of it or just have two different entertainments that would alternate. Mm -hmm. You know, the tip top club for me is so hard because in my mind, I think, and all of our minds, I think we wanted it to be more than what it feasibly could be for a party this size. You know what I mean? Ideally, in our mind, we'd want it upstairs in that little courtyard area outside the queue. I think that would be the perfect place to have it. It would be so much fun. Even if you closed off the lightning lane, like that area, and had it uh, this whole, you know, area to hang out, I think it would have been cool. But for what this party is, I think the Tip Top Club almost delivered everything that it could. Do you know what I mean? Still disappointing, yeah. but like... And I think if we had seen, if we had been there and we had seen the live entertainment as well, I think it would have kind of rounded out that vibe. But I think what I love is that they actually tried to do it and that they're manifesting it in a way that I think they're going to get some feedback. And honestly, if they had had, we we had talked about that they have, you know, a fireworks Mm -hmm. party during Mickey's Not So Scary. They have other things layered into special ticketed events that you're also additional price i would have paid if they have done more i would have paid more to do something that would have been a little bit more elevated for the tip top club not only in the location but in the entertainment in the drinks i would have paid to have more uh, like a bar exactly right not batch cocktails and honestly just cocktails that are inspired by the 1930s i mean they say to the 1939 like they say it literally in the tower of terror we all know the time period and I think the cocktail list was a miss for me. Wow. The Fifth Dimension Royale was a nice drink. It was Blanco tequila with Cointreau Desert Pear Agave with lime juice topped with Brut and a dehydrated blood orange wheel on it. It was a nice sip. But as I was sipping it, I didn't think, mm, yes, this is giving 1930s old Hollywood. Yeah. I want a coupe glass. I want a champagne cocktail or I want gin. I want a, a, a simple three ingredient Sazerac. I want something that's going to bring me back to that time period. And I think that that's maybe that could have been in my mind, the only thing I'm disappointed, it could have been an easy win yes. if the cocktails were just designed a little bit differently. But I really love that they tried. Yeah. I love that it's going to develop. I hope it stays. And I, I, in Disney, since you're listening, we're saying now, <laughs> I would have paid more to do more. Yes. But here's my, my idea for no. this. I have an idea for next year for Disney for, for you guys. Since you're yeah. listening, so you know how Brown Derby is like, you know, you put your name in and whatnot. Mm-hmm. If possible, and I don't know how many tickets they sell, so this would be a you know numbers thing, but it would be really nice to have kind of like you you might not actually even register for this. Maybe it's automatically given to you when you check in a time to go when it's an actual club. Like you have. 20 minutes, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. 15 minutes even, whatever, just however to manage it, to go in to get a cocktail, one yep. cocktail, to enjoy the vibe as it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See what I'm yes. saying? Like like a Brown Derby experience, yep. except obviously with Brown Derby, not everyone's going to dinner. It can't be the same, but something like that, yeah. I feel like would totally. be the way that they can get achieve the concept and make money (laughs) and i feel like there have to be spaces there have to be spaces in which i mean 
if anything in this party, they clear they transformed the, the Frozen Hyperion yeah. Theater into Nightmare Before Christmas. Disney's great at transforming spaces and reimagining spaces. There have to be spaces in Hollywood Studios, especially down Sunset Boulevard, that they could have reimagined to actually be a yes. club. Right. Because one thing that was that was a little disappointing too is that it was like a with just the way that courtyard is it's long and it's narrow it's not like you could sit and enjoy the vibe of everything going on if it was an enclosed space throw some projections on the wall give me a give me fog give me atmosphere you know what i mean again i i i, I appreciate that you're like give everyone time i literally i would be like take my money and give me that experience <laughs> yeah i mean and that's another option of course as well but yeah. like if they're gonna try which they might not this might be the concept, this might right. be it, right? I mean, it might, they might not yeah, want to sure. take it further. But if they did want to take it further, I do think it has to be some sort of reservation-type situation mm-hmm. in order to get that. Sure. Yeah. And and I, I, I think you made a good point without actually making – like, without actually thinking when you talk about in the Hyperion how that completely changed. The thing is that goes off stage. Do you know what I mean? No one's in there. So when they transform it over, they can easily put the overlay on it and it not be a big deal. But since the way that the park works, people are in the park and that area outside of Tower of Terror is completely on stage the entire time. So when they're transforming it over to the Tip Top Club, there are people around over there. So I think having that separate space is the key to being able to transform it and feel like a completely different area. Yep. And I will... I will totally. say, though, we did not – there was no line at the bar. They had two lines. It was very efficient. We literally walked straight up, got our cocktails, and we're done. Yep, absolutely. And we, and we tried all the cocktails, <laughs> and we got the pours, both the pours of, of of the Brut and the sparkling wine. But, I, I again, I just I, – I applaud the yeah. attempt, and I, I really like the direction it could potentially go. And can I go. also say, we had, we had on our preview episode talked about the daiquiri where we were like, come on now, like give us something. And – we did our research afterwards and realized that there was some good daiquiris back then. But this, in my opinion, was the worst drink we drank all night. It was like liquid sunscreen. It was. I mean, I know a good Hemingway daiquiri, and I've had mm-hmm. many a good Hemingway daiquiris in my life. And this was the minute I saw Parapet Coconut Rum. I was like, no, 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 no. This is not the Hemingway daiquiri that we Correct. deserve. So, so we were, not at all. We were literally there with, what, six or seven people. Everybody took a sip, and then Bella took a lap right to the trash can to throw it out. Like, because all of us right were like, out. I'm not, this is disgusting. I'm not finishing this. No, and if you have never had a Hemingway daiquiri, look up the recipe, make it, thank <laughs> me later. All right, team. Overall impressions. Let's go. My, I, I said this. It's the best party I've ever been to in Disney World. It was adult. I agree. It was with adult you. themed. The food choices were excellent for the price point. Again, when I compared it to you know after hours, it's an hour longer, five dollars more. Yes, it's expensive, but hello, welcome to Disney. The shows were so phenomenal and so different than things that we've seen before. We had none of the issues people had on the first day. I, I just think the first day is such. A hard thing to judge it on and that goes for the first day of anything like festivals and everything we you wait in line so much longer but like the vibes even a lot of things that they did change like there were certain things we never even saw characters i mean it wasn't our it, it wasn't in our destiny of things we aren't character people it's so crazy because the first party compared to our party we were slightly at two different events 
But also nobody rode yeah, rides I, during the first party. We took our time and rode rides and had plenty of time. I was like, I, if I would have been waiting in line and I saw that line at ABC Commissary, I would have escorted myself right back to Slinky Dog Dash. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think I said this while we were there or even like right before we had the party. What other party can you drink alcohol mm-hmm. in in Disney World? Right. This mm-hmm. is a, a party on a different level. And it's new, so it's going to have some kinks. You know, I think we talked about, like, the highs that we had. And then, you know, like, Tip Top Club. I wouldn't say it was, like, a low, but, like, it wasn't what it probably Mm -hmm. could be. Right? So there's going to be some room to grow with this party. And I hope Disney brings it back next year. Because I do think this is such an interesting event that Disney has really never done. And this is a great step in the right direction. Totally. The one thing that I was surprised about, and we did, we did kind of briefly talk about this and we talked about this with Elise too, was that I was surprised that Disney didn't do any type of cast member preview for this event. And I think that generally Disney, it's a great way for Disney to do cast member previews and kind of work out some of these Mm -hmm. kinks, you know, you know, give a, maybe give a preview and maybe allow cast members to even buy the specialty food, but let them come, let them experience, let, let the, the shows go and do like a really pretty legitimate dress rehearsal for what's going to happen but i was kind of surprised at that so i think that kind of maybe added to the chaos of the first night and i don't doubt that the first night was chaotic but i don't think it speaks about the potential for this event and i think that this event could potentially be like bethany said i i i think it was the most fun i've ever had at a party and i think it potentially could be the best party in disney world Number one, sipping, walking around studios at night is just during the holidays is already elite. Mm-hmm. The the vibe there is already elite. The music there is already elite. But going through Snope everywhere, people dressed up in holiday attire. Like we, it was absolutely the dapper mm-hmm. day of holidays. Um, people in also studios. dressed up in pajamas. <laughs> people also dressed up in red in pajamas. silky pajamas. Yeah, in Scott Calvin red <laughs> silky pajamas. Um, that did happen, but. I think just walking around, sipping your sipping your cocktail and kind of seeing everyone dress up, it was kind of a magical yes. feeling. And the entertainment was amazing. We were all reliving childhood in, in those moments. It was just really purely what Disney is based on. It's based on nostalgia. It's based on fun, especially around the holidays. It, it was really wonderful. So I'm excited. I'm very excited for what this party is going yes. to be. We had a wonderful mm-hmm. time. If you happen to buy your tickets and you didn't really take the beginning the first impressions of this event to heart and you bought your tickets good on you because i think you're going to have a great time there's some great food there are some good drinks there's some amazing entertainment and you're really going to enjoy yourself and i agree with you i think and i I don't want to end this on a debbie downer note or a note that's going to get me in trouble with other content creators but you know what i'm going to say what i'm going to say because let's keep it real cast member preview 100 percent next time but one of those other things is like i just feel like the first night you can't always listen to it and the biggest complaint I heard was about food lines and you know we are content creators that order everything on the menu and content creators are a lot but they lack a lot of self-awareness at times that you aren't the average person is not ordering every food item on there the average person is going with you know one or two other people ordering maybe one item at a few different places I think it's just very overwhelming for cast members on the first night they're trying to do something plus you know, for the sake of content, you have to order everything. And I think content creators got very mad. And there was just a lack of self-awareness of like, <laughs> as Taylor Swift says, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Like, I don't think, I I, I think 
I think uh-huh. it's one of those things, which is just such a bummer because there's obviously normal people that were there on night one as well that don't create content that did not have a great experience. So in my in my professional opinion, just waited out a bit. We waited for the second one. We were going to go to Jollywood regardless, but we waited for the second one to really formulate an opinion on whether or not we think this is going to be a great party. And I'm glad we didn't judge it based on the first one. I'm so glad we didn't because we had so much fun. It was wonderful. I couldn't mm-hmm. agree more. And I think that there, there, there's sometimes, especially, I mean, as as people who create Disney content, there's sometimes just this need and fight to to, to be mm-hmm. at the first and to be first. And I think that it, it can be exhausting. And I think it's unnecessary in times because, again, you're not getting a truly genuine experience because if you look around at the first night of most things or the first opening of most things, it's mostly content mm-hmm. creators, right, that are there. And it, you're going to see cameras and phones and people YouTubing and people recording. And it, it's just like the vibe we had, especially with the people mm-hmm. we were with. You know what I mean? It was it was, it was so normal. It was so chill. It was so relaxed. Did we order one of everything? Yeah, but that's what mm-hmm. we're always going to do. Um, but I will say that the people around me in line when I was ordering yeah. were not ordering one of everything. Some people even turned their head. They were like, oh, one yeah. of And I was like, yeah, yes, the person, one of everything. The Thank person you. at the like, funnel cake booth. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. Thanks Mickey again. Thank you, Mickey. But we truly mm-hmm. had a great time. I'll think about that party for yeah. a long time to come. Also, just before we close this, if you do bring kids, I I do think this can be a party for kids. I know, I know it's a little bit more adult themed, but I will say both of the mm-hmm. shows I think would be, kids would absolutely love both of the shows and the, yes. the ride times were super low. So this, might be a great party to do some of those Hollywood Studios rides that you might not be able to do during the day. So just, you know, if if you are planning on bringing your kids, I don't think this is like, we went obviously as adults. We Mm -hmm. didn't bring Finn, so we don't have that experience. However, I did see kids there, not a lot, but I did see them. And I would say take advantage of the short lines and do all the rides. Definitely get, I mean, they had a ton of sweet treats. You can try some of those. And then also the entertainment and the characters, yeah. if that's something that you're into. So I do think this this party does There's have value. something There's for value. everything. Absolutely. For sure. For everyone. So I just wanted to touch for on sure. that. For I fully end. agree with you. The wait times were worth it alone. Again, $5 more than after hours, but you get that entertainment. So it's essentially the same price if you want to go watch those two shows. You're paying, you know to get the after hour experience done and there was yeah. yeah and even and even like you said wait i mean wait times for us starting yeah. at like seven seven we walked on to slinky yeah. dog you know what i mean much. literally walked on so yeah. th- there's so much value mm-hmm. in this party so i'm excited to see where it goes i can't wait i hope it comes back so disney since you're listening bring mm-hmm. this back think tank some things but and this, this is totally <laughs> an awesome step <laughs> oh my god please, please if you're looking for a focus group um, our, we can attend <laughs> The fee's modest. Um, yeah. We're, we're free. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> if there's going to be positive changes to a party, I'm down to be for free. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Oh, any day, all day, every day. Yeah. But I'm very excited about this party. If you're going, have a great time. Enjoy. Let us know what you think. And if you're not going, that's okay. I, I kind of have a feeling that this Correct. is going to come back. So that's it for this episode of The Main Street Dish. Be sure to follow us on all our social media. You can support our show by subscribing on Instagram and subscribing on Patreon. Take a second to rate our show on iTunes. And for Bella and Bethany, this is Colin, and we will see you on the next show.